Greetings, programs, and welcome to another great episode of Come On, It's Still Good. I'm your undefeated host, Reagan, and once again, as always, I am joined by my brothers, Rob and Ryan. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Good, good. good. And uh, this week for our movie, we got a fantastic surprise. We got a great guest coming in, because when I thought about doing this movie... Only one name came to mind to me of someone who has so much knowledge and has seen this movie so many times that if I did this podcast without him, I would be doing a disservice to all of our dozens of fans out there. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest, E. Welcome to the pod, my friend. Longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> Glad to be here, boys. What is going on? Thanks uh, for well, having glad me. To have. Glad to have you. And I didn't say it already, but we did watch The Matrix, the 1999 classic, which uh, took the world by storm, which okay. changed action movies. Like, I can't think of all the times bullet time has been ripped off in other movies after this. I think right after it happened, I saw some crazy figure. Like, there was a similar effect used in, like, 50 movies. It might have been something, some figure like that. It, it, it was a lot. That I would think it would be harder to find the movies that didn't rip it off, like, especially right especially, after. Especially, yeah, but, immediately after. You right. started seeing it all over the place. I mean, it, was, it had a big effect. A special right, but, effect. Uh, right. <laughs> Ryan, did you see this movie in theaters? I believe. You know I me, mean, I don't have a great memory. I don't have a great strong memory of who I was with or what I was there, but I do think could we could have even gone together, I don't know. Um but I do believe I saw You weren't with me because uh, I did not see this film in theaters. You did not? I did not. I don't know what I was doing in life. I wasn't watching The Matrix. Uh I didn't know about The Matrix until Rob one day at home was like, "Hey, have you seen this movie?" And I said, no, I haven't. And then we watched it. Huh. He so you never, seen, you like, never you saw, saw it on the big screen? You've never seen it on the big screen? I, I've seen the sequels on the big screen. Does that count? Yeah, kind of. The first one oh, okay. was on the big screen. I, I wish I had seen it. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a life leak for me. Did you see it in theaters, Rob? Oh, 100%. I saw this in theaters. <laughs> I mean, I was hooked from the first trailer. You know? Do you remember what theater you were at? Oh, I have no memory of what theater. No. Okay, it wasn't like Uptown. Was I with you? I <laughs> I, no. It, it may have been Uptown, but I don't think it was, honestly. No, I, I don't think I saw that. If I, if, I feel like if I saw it in theaters, it was, it was probably Rio, right? Because, well, no, no, no Regal so, was the thing. No, it wasn't. 1997 was Regal. Oh, no, it oh. wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was 98. You're right. It was a it thing. Was, it was a thing. It was Waterboy. Yeah. You look up when Waterboy, Waterboy yeah, came yeah, out. That is the first movie I saw at Regal. It was Waterboy, yeah, We too. saw the yeah. first show of Waterboy at Regal in the morning. <laughs> T-shirt took off of work <laughs> to go see the Waterboy at the Regal's grand opening, and it was awesome. Yeah, so maybe right. I did see it at Regal. I don't know, but I feel like with almost 100% certainty that I saw this in theaters. I saw it twice the day it came right. out. day it came not out. Matrix, not Waterboy. 
Like, <laughs> did you did you pay twice, or did you just like leave the theater, go to the bathroom, and then just? No, I broke I broke out of like uh, uh, this work thing I had to do early. Like it was it was the last day of training for this new job, and I was so hyped to see this movie. I burned through the test as fast as I possibly could, and then they let me just go early, and then I was like, oh crap. I, I can just go see this movie, even though I had tickets to go see it later at night with a whole bunch of friends. So I went and saw it and then just pretended I hadn't seen it when I saw it again with them. And But the thing was, I did not have to pretend to be blown away because it was still like blowing my mind. But I knew everything that was uh, you know, about to happen. But yeah. I don't think they – many of them probably won't even know that that was the case until they hear this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but access, so accessing the memory banks, uh, thinking about uh, talking about the movie for for your show. Uh, I mean, n- not the first time I saw the movie, but what I what uh, randomly popped into my head was how I think a ton of people ended up owning the movie or seeing it at home, which was that it came as like a pack-in for the PlayStation Two. Yeah, that, the PS Two yeah. was like the first Blu-ray player. I, um, oh, I guess it was. Yeah, and then, so they like, had to put something big they, into it. Yeah, it was like I'm pretty sure it just it came with it, or at least where I got it from, it was part of some package deal. But it was like that's when like everybody started to have, you know, Blu-ray players. Uh, I mean, uh, DVD players. I'm sorry, in their yeah. home, and um, I think it came with it. So I saw The Matrix on DVD, and that was my first DVD player. Was my PS2. That's weird that a video game system was giving away a DVD. Well, but I get it because it was the first one with the blu- right. yeah it was the first Man, one with the Blu-ray. Sony was trying yeah Sony wanted to get Blu-ray uh, DVD players into your house. Yeah, yeah. that was, was uh, great, that was when it started. A great gift, you know, in the Circuit City days because everybody wanted to get their you know that was one of those like home theater pushers you know like you could you oh could yeah promote the effects and yeah both video and audio right because yeah, right. that movie sounded incredible you wanted that surround sound. So something that you'd Probably see kept played you a lot. business for a little longer. Well, it, 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 with the rating, you couldn't just let a movie like that play, unfortunately. Yeah. But they would they would clip out, you know, scenes that were acceptable. I'm enough, so. You could watch, watch a bunch them. of that movie. You could watch the the Rob Zombie Club in that. Where he's going to meet Dragula. Which, playing. <laughs> oh my god, that song is great. Like I was like, fuck, Rob Zombie going solo. It's awesome. Well, I think like, he was better with White Zombie, personally. Well, I mean, yes, yeah, but that I album mean, is still really good. All right, uh, before we get to, to breaking the movie down, do you guys look at the budget and stuff? No. I know there's a lot of budget stuff in the trivia, so that's why I'm asking. No, I, I, you know, I think I know it. it it's, I, I'm I believe, sure you know it. I believe it was $60 million. And I then, gonna, I, I mean, like, higher. In, I mean, at that point in time, it was 60 million. But I think with like inflation, it's like almost like 100 million probably yeah, by like today's standards. Inflation on this podcast. Yeah, but yeah. well, I'm I'm pretty sure at the time it was 60 million, and that was like a huge amount of money for like an unknown property, for a sci-fi you know high concept movie, for essentially two nobody directors. You know, I mean like they'd they'd done Bound before, and um, that's kind of how they got the gig they impressed enough people with uh their their first feature bound but um yeah tossing those tossing the wachowskis 60 million was still kind of a kind of a big deal yeah this is the second most expensive movie that we've done on this podcast 
Wow. Okay. At, at $63 million. That was the Rock the was more expensive in 1997. But you had really? a lot of a lot of blow-ups in that movie. Yeah, plus and, they, I'm sure they paid some out to the cast, right? I mean, like some of that money um, had to be going to Sean Connery and that, Cage. A lot of that's in Sean Connery's pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of that money's in his pocket right now. Yeah. Uh, th- this movie, how much do you think it made in the U.S.? Because he was right on with the sixty billion. <laughs> like, was it dead on sixty? Like I it's really it's sixty three according to IMDb. Oh. But if you go in the trivia, everyone uses the figure sixty. I'm, so I don't I'm, know which is true. Like, I'm like, in made interviews, it. like the the siblings are saying sixty million. So you know I'm maybe a, they're rounding down. Like what's yeah, I guess at that at friends? that point when you're dealing with that level of money, you can round down by three million. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and it's not a big deal. It's like my bank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, after, you, after you see what it makes, it's you could be like, ah, it only cost sixty. I was gonna say it made so, one hundred fifty million dollars, but you're gonna tell me that's low now, right? Yeah, I was gonna say two hundred. But... All right, you're talking about just U.S., not worldwide. Yeah, just U.S., just U.S. E, do you know how much? You have a guess? I, I would have said that it probably like doubled and went one twenty. It made one hundred and seventy-one million dollars in the U.S. in nineteen ninety-nine. In 1999 dollars, it made 465 million dollars worldwide. This was a phenomenon. Yeah, that's how they got the budget for the next ones. I mean, they got my my 14 dollars each time for the next ones. But like you were like you were mentioning earlier about like that effect, it wasn't just the special effect. It was like the style of the movie. The whole look is great. The the. The style of the movie, the techno, the clothes, the martial arts, like all of that type of stuff, you know, throwing in some like elements of philosophy and whatnot, that started to penetrate like everywhere. That was in all sorts of different types of shows and movies because of this thing's, you know, success. Like you said, it became a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. This movie franchise got copied and stolen from and tagged for years and years to come in pop culture. But... Like, uh, you guys want to start breaking the movie down? We're going to just talk about how great right. <laughs> how much in it. Like, yeah, all right, go for it. Start like, the break. I, I do have a question. Like, once, okay. like, cause, like, we're going in on Trinity, or like, it's the informant calling the agents. Mm-hmm. Right. The agents are in a car. Why do they need a car? Uh, there's a lot of things of why do they need if yeah. you want to go down that road. Why do they need? There's a bunch of it. why they need. I brought right. a Matrix right. expert in well, right. I, to tell I, me. I mean, one, in movie canon, I think that they're trying to disrupt the Matrix as little as possible because it's sort of like, Uh, uh, all right, think about it like Men in Black, right? I mean, like, they could mm -hmm. go around flashing everybody, but they try, they attempt to be as low-key as possible so that they don't miss any glitches and stuff like that because otherwise, you know, you're going to be flashing 100 people you know, every minute of every day. So if they just roll in in the car instead of just materializing or like falling out of the sky, uh, like like you know doing like a superhero ground pound, then nobody's gonna notice. Everybody thinks it's fine. And um, you know, what do they care? They you know that's their job. So they just sort of show up that way. But you know, in for the movie, it, I mean, it just looks. I think it looks nice and like it yeah. looks cooler. It's like a smooth like film noir look that they're going for so like uh you know and at that point you don't know that they're anything other than three dudes getting out of a car 
you know, that's if they true. appeared yeah, that's true. with right. some other fantastical thing. I mean, like, you got to remember, at that point in time, like, we, they didn't have, like, trailers like they do now where they show the entire movie, right? Like, a lot of people saw nothing about this movie. It was word of mouth. They went, and then they were blown away because they had no idea what they were about to see. Because they all they saw was, you know, three guys getting out of a car. But, yeah, I believe it's in canon. It's because they, they are trying to disrupt the Matrix as little as possible. All right, that works for me. I will Final accept answer. that answer. Final answer. I will accept that answer. He has fixed it. All I mean, right. they could have also just done like a gas explosion on that block and just like killed her, and then not, not had to worry about anything. I mean, and no one would have been the wiser. It would have just been like, oh, there's a gas explosion, and and I mean, there would be no movie then. It wouldn't really be much yeah. fun. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they could do anything like that and not disrupt it too much, but yeah, but but also. Like with the cops coming in on Trinity in the room, and when she starts to fight them, it just brought back so many memories of watching the movie for the first time. And I was like, "This is awesome!" Like how they break, they they do the camera spin. Yeah, that's the first shot in the movie that does the effect. Yeah. And at that point in time, I mean, outside of like a few commercials and like a music video that use like a similar type of effect, I don't think anybody had seen that before. Not in like live action. You know, like that stuff you saw yeah. in like the, you know, in, in anime and and maybe in video games and computer games at the time. So that, I mean, that blew people away. They knew they were in for something different and new and, and special. And I mean, uh, yeah, it was like a really good effect, too. It, it, that, that was that was perfectly done. It looked amazing. I'm trying to think what movie would have been like closest to this kind of uh, genre before this came out. The the, the the closest thing I could think is like Blade, and it, that's not nearly shot with the same kind of. Um... No, I mean they tried to do some similar stuff, and then like later on, as you go forward in the Blade, you know, trilogy, uh, and then the Matrix over. trilogy, right. yeah, they they like trade some of the techniques back and forth because like they started using like full CGI body doubles in Blade Two, I believe before mm-hmm. in, they did in you know the Matrix and stuff, and that was like one of the first times they. They showed those types of effects. I think didn't they know. try and do that in Blade One with uh, uh, the Deacon Frost dying? It wasn't he like originally computer generated? Oh like, yeah, with yeah, all the blood yeah. Going into him. Yeah, they they I tried. I think I've seen like a render of that on the DVD of, and it looks terrible. And it it, like, terrible. you're like, oh, that's why they didn't right. do it. It's, they worked on it for like six months. And we're like, oh, we we don't have the technology yet. Yeah, we're, so we're in not Blade there. One, I remember they did have a similar effect where like Blade shoots uh, at, at Deacon Frost. And then it's in broad daylight. Deacon Frost is like holding a, a little girl like, yeah, hostage right, or something in the park. Yep. Yeah, he shoots he shoots at him and then Deacon Frost dodges the bullet. So the bullet is CG and then they're showing everything happening at a different speed. And it was like sort of, you know what I mean? It's It was kind of a similar version. What they were going for was like controlling the speed that the action was occurring and showing things moving at a different speed. I mean, it wasn't done like this, but you know, no, no. they definitely inspired these, each other. Sure. These movies were so close together. They were probably in a lot of a production, you know, in similar times. I think they're only a year apart, right? It wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I think but like just, 1998. And, and it was more, I guess, just the times and the similarity. And, you know, like they have the, the, the black outfits and the trench coats and the clubs. And then the glasses. And, and, and the glasses. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you there's put a very, uh, replacement killers in there. Replacement killers, yeah. Then, uh, not with the the special effects so much, but I definitely would put Dark City in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dark City Dark for City. sure. 
I mean, they, they even some share the some of the same sets. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And so then, is Dark like, City part of the Matrix? You know, you know what I heard about that actually. I think so. Um, they, I think they had originally had in mind Brandon Lee, who was in The Crow. Oh, okay. And then that was yeah. the director Alex Proyas who did Dark City. So like, there's a little bit of a you know connection there, and it was like. Had it not been for the accident that that occurred on the crow, it, you might have seen Brandon Lee in the role of Neo, which would have been, which would have been interesting in a different direction too. But you know, that's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Maybe bag? we should do that for this podcast. It might have oh, to go with the bag. Throw in the Bill, <laughs> the Bill Gates. Why not? We watch it again. Looking at that. like the trivia for the Matrix, though, I feel like they considered every. Wasn't Will Smith famously no, Will yeah. Smith was, turned yeah, it down for yeah. like Wild Wild West? Wasn't that a yeah. famous yeah. like yeah. thing? He yeah. did Wild Wild West instead right. I remember of this hearing movie. That. Yeah, but, but they, he's I mean, still he's said, talked about I that. Wasn't a good enough actor to do this movie at that time. Which, maybe. I mean, Keanu is great in this movie. Like, and my love for Keanu <laughs> has no limits. So, and especially this time period, like. You know, yeah, Johnny Utah, and then he did this. Was this before replacements? Yeah, replacements yeah, was one year, thousand. one year before, right? Like, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I think I think replacements is two thousand or two thousand and one. Yeah, I believe so. Right. It was like I think he did this, and in between shooting the next Matrix, I think he might have done this and that movie with James Spader, uh, The Watcher. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't think I I don't remember it at all. He's like a so serial like, killer. Yeah, uh, it's like knock 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 or uh, with the the lady serial killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, it's like a totally different style. I mean, that one I I remember seeing that movie in the in the theaters. That was interesting. It was like he had a couple of side projects in between the the big Matrix movies, and uh, I, I recalled that being one of them. It was like the replacements and and the Watcher. Uh, I remember you know watching the news and stuff because they were filming up in Baltimore. When it was a uh, PSI net, I believe it was at the time. Oh, you're talking about the replacements, yes. Uh, the replacements, yeah. And PSI net opened in '98, so I, you know, like it could have been '99. It could have been the same year as the Matrix. Because also, didn't they do Major League Two? I mean, Camden. in the '90s. Camden. Camden. Yeah, yeah Camden. We like to forget, forget that, right? <laughs> it, it was, it's hard to make a sequel as good. Right. As the first movie. Major League Three is pretty damn good though. It's it's very underrated. It's back to the minors. It stars Scott Bakula. It has a young Walter uh, Walton Goggins in it. As a baseball player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He 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 has more hair than he normally does. Walter Goggins is another guy considered for for taking over for the agents when we get to the recast. And I was like, hey, you could do that. Well that'd be pretty original. My original Neo, it's I was gonna cast Will Smith since I, he I missed had it the first time. I was I bringing had it back the second time, right, but I took him I out. Tr- and I was like, I'll I do uh, I'll back. do Jaden, I'll do Jaden, and let it be like a younger. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it's when I was casting Will, I was having cast, I was having trouble casting an age-appropriate woman for Will Smith. Every woman I was casting was like 30 years younger than him, and I was mm-hmm. like, seems creepy to me. That seems old Hollywood. I can't do it. Well, I mean, we'll get to it later, but I will say the one thing that was probably unnecessary with the plot of this movie, and maybe not when you get to the other things, was the whole love story element of it at all. I mean, I'm jumping way to the end here, yeah. but I don't even think that's I don't even think that's necessary. I mean, we got super. She brings him back to life. I, 
I, with I just love, go, man. I don't think it's necessary monster. for the for the plot of the movie. I, I don't think the love finds a way storyline was necessarily great here. But you know, you can disagree with me all you want. But again, we just no, I don't disagree with you. We I just also jumped all that. the way to the end, so let's close this one up, guys. Uh, <laughs> what, what are we doing? We, yeah, we, last we, we talked about week? was uh, <laughs> Trinity's Matrix kick. So we're about uh, 45 seconds into yeah, the movie, yeah, and then movie. we're gonna yeah. skip to the uh, the credits. Very yeah, end. Very yeah. end. I think we nailed uh, this one. I think we nailed it. Uh, I don't think we need to do anything right. else. So <laughs> you see Trinity do some awesome fighting. Yeah, and, that ch- and then uh, she runs out of there, and then there's the chase sequence across the rooftop. And we said those are yeah, the same rooftop the that they used in uh, Dark City with the uh, with the other agents. And then when you see her, and then the agent follow jumping across the roof. That's when I mean, like, you know that she, it's uh, you know they're they're superhuman. There's something special. Yeah. There's something she, different. She going shoots on. at them, right? And he he does the little. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I don't think she has a, a chance to shoot. When do they no, no, yeah, that's later okay. on. That's later yeah, on. yeah. Okay. I was like, because I, I forget. I know they showed it before Neo. She she jumps across the roof, and it's like that big, like, sort of overhead panning shot. It actually looks yeah, a lot like that shot in Blade, now that you mention it. Yeah, when, yes. like, Blade r- jumps from, like, hospital, you know, to another rooftop. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then um, she makes it out, and then that's when we find out that something weird is up with uh, how phones work and that this might not be the real world because she runs to a phone booth as Agent Smith tries to ram it with a dump truck. Dump truck and right. then afterwards, you know, the she's not in the phone booth anymore. So that's like, I, I love that intro. I think it that was- that is a fantastic way to start a movie. I thought that was really, really well done. Asks, a, you know, it gets you asking a ton of questions. I love how it looked. And then... Um, it just, you know, makes you want to know, you know, what happened. What's what, going what on? What happens next? Yeah, you, you got a lot of questions. When I was when I was first rewatching, because I hadn't seen it so long, the the effects when she was like jumping and stuff, the sound effects were so like emphasized, like just in your face. And I was like, is it really this much? And but then as soon as I started watching it, it just like blended in. It was not like jarring yeah, like, at all. But like it. that that first couple scenes, I was like, these sound effects sound a little bit weird, man. Like, it's a little bit too much on the nose, too much in your face, but then, once you get into it and the, the action's rolling, you, it's just what you want, right? Like, but that first couple, like, jumps off the roof, I was like, that's a little weird, sounds a little sounds a little funky. But, it's the right tone. It was a good opening. Yeah, it was great. Like, her jumping through the window, and then immediately drawing the two guns, and that was awesome. Her put... Is that the end? When does she put her hand on the glass? Does she do it both times at the beginning and the end of the phone booth? Well, she puts I'm her not... hand up in the end. I think I don't know if she actually hits the glass with it. Yeah, right? it but might be like she, a call she back only does to it, it once, or does she do it both times? I think she might do it twice. She yeah, do it twice. I think yeah. She, yeah, yeah. It's like a callback to that to that first shot, and it's yeah. uh, happening from the same agent. It's it's from her trying to get out while uh, while Agent Smith is after her. Yeah. Well. Which I, I don't get the technology of that. Like, I don't know why you have to be hardline phoned to get out when you have cell phones. Like, they're all phone yeah. calls. Well, I mean, the internet base in 99 was much more dependent on phone lines. It I was mean, different. It, yeah. yeah, right? Like, I know it's supposed to be the 22nd century, but what was being <laughs> filmed at the time, it was pretty pivotal to, pivotal to have a connection somewhere. So. I mean, I think in, in the, the Matrix, the world of the Matrix is simulating a world that's happening in, like, 1999. Right. Yeah, so, right. I mean, yeah. it makes sense yeah. what they what they have around then. 
And then I think in universe, it's supposed to be that like, you know, like your cell phone can be hacked, you know, mm. well, you, you can't hack a rotary phone. So that's what they use to get in and out. And it's, you know, harder for it, it's safer for them. And then, you know, dramatically as a movie, it, what would be the stakes if you could just pull out a phone and beam yourself oh, out every, every right. five seconds? You know, like it right. wouldn't there's no danger there. It's like the danger is in. You know the the standoff between you know who's gonna get to that phone faster, her or right. the dump truck. So, you know, I mean, it serves a purpose at least. Right. I, I once again accept your answer. You're now two for <laughs> Final two. Final answer. The okay. Now, right. one thing I wanted to bring up is getting out. I understand they pick up the phone. They're you know getting whatever. Yeah, you never getting see in. anybody getting in. No, you see them get in like at one point, and they're just like they pick up. But the they're phone, just there. We're in. Like we're yeah, already yeah. there, and then they pick up the phone. We're in. You know, it's like. Because yeah. you see Trinity like disappear at the end, so I imagine they just reappear like that. But how does oh. the phone get off the hook? So, That's so, the real question. As a yeah. call, so as a callback to your RoboCop episode, um, mm-hmm. I would say that it's because watching somebody get out of the car is clunky as shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so and, I don't think you want to see them coming out of the phone. So they just sort of gloss over that. Like, I literally, I mean, like, do they come out and then the phone starts, like, building and stacking up on top of itself? I I don't know. (laughs) But whatever they thought it would look like, they were like, this looks bad and will cost us a million dollars. So let's just skip it. So I think that's what what happened. I don't actually know what it looks like because I don't think you see it in the Animatrix. I think it's just sort of like a dramatic reveal whenever someone shows up. You know, they're just there. I don't well, think also, they show them oozing out of the phone. Right. Like, it's much yeah. cooler to see them all in their black trench coats and shit. Like everybody yeah. looks fucking great in this. Yeah, they look they look dope. The camera's spinning around, but it's like right. if you do think about how it happened, if it happened one at a time, whoever came out first was sitting there <laughs> for like four minutes waiting for everybody else to get in their poses. You know, right. so it's yeah. like yeah, that's just the end product, and we just jump to it. Yeah, it's, it's much better that way. You know, on a cooking show, how they're they're like, I'm going to put this in the oven. And what I have here is one I already worked on four hours ago. And they pull right. it out, yeah. and it's fucking done. That's what it is. They just yeah. want you to see the done product. You, you don't want to see them baking out of the phone. <laughs> you do not. All right, so then uh, we're going to go to meeting Neo. Right, wake up the whole sleeping Neo, yeah. like, coming out of a dream. I mean, I, I will say... I don't like Keanu without a beard. Now that I have bearded Keanu, I'm not not bearded Keanu. He looks fine. He's a very attractive man. I prefer the beard. It's the whole John Wick, uh, Wick of it. So he was doing research on Morpheus when he was sleeping, right? He was looking for Morpheus. And Morpheus brings that up. He's just looking for him because he's another hacker or underground guy he's yeah he's like a person of interest right in his his world he he he, for whatever reason he's drawn to him either because of you know the fates aligning and whatnot or you know everyone in the news close to being he's a terrorist you know awake or whatever because they say you have to be ready or if they pull you out your mind turns to mush right yeah because he's you can't just pull someone out who's not ready. And they also, what, eventually, later on, they do say that they try not to pull people out who are that Older. old. Yeah, yeah they try and do it. Yeah. yeah, that's what he says. Because that's another question I have. Because Cypher is older is than He's not Neo, a young right? man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. 
And he said say how long nine years. Nine years. Yeah, he said nine years. Yeah, yeah. So he was like forty five when they pulled him out or whatever. Right. I think yeah, they're being a little uh playing fast and loose with And so my thought was do they think Cypher might be the one at some point? So they're like, Oh, we gotta pull this old dude out too and then just found out he was nobody. Right. I think that's part of it. Uh, I mean, how I read it was that that was part of it, and that's why why he's mad. And... He feels that way, and he feels yeah. somewhat, you know, backburned and, and relegated to the sidelines by by Morpheus because well, I think there was a point in time where they thought he he might have yeah, had the potential. He might be the one. So, and that I mean, they have a thing with they Trinity. have a room full of potentials. You know, right, like right. you see them. There's a bunch of people right. that that could be. And based on when we see Neo sleeping, it's anybody that's actually. I was going to say Google, but '99 was probably more like. Jeeves, like Ask Jeeves or something. Yeah, Whoever was definitely like, Ask Jeeves. Like, uh, like, it was definitely. Was it Lycos? Was like, that a thing? Like, like Excite, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, accidentally, <laughs> instead of putting in like Mysterio, accidentally, you know, put in like Morpheus, and then it's like, oh, this guy's, we got to pull him out, see if, see yeah. if this is the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time, like, the, anytime that search happened, that's, that's about what it is. <laughs> So what if their brain turns them mush? He's a little old. Let's see what happens. Roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he searched the name. It's got to be something. I, I heard that there was going to be a, a discarded subplot where Morpheus had tried like five times. Five with, times, yeah. With previous people, and they all died fighting agents. But he's like, oh, this is the one. No, this time for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, that's his whole mission in life is to find the one from this prophecy. It kind of makes sense if you follow the movie where they're all kind of like watching, you know, like, oh, Neo's fighting Morpheus. And they're all looking and they're all like, oh, well, we make the jump. No one makes the jump the first time. Like all that stuff. Like you could very well see that this would be like the fifth or sixth time this has happened. And they're just waiting for this guy to get, you know, splattered or killed yeah. somewhere. You know, yeah, like. I mean, in this movie, you only see him and his and his immediate crew. I mean, when they didn't have any of that other stuff built out and they didn't have the money to film any of that other stuff but once you get you know farther down the line with these movies you you are introduced to like a wider cast and you do find out that most people kind of think morpheus is crazy yeah they think he's he's like a nut job who's got like not there are some people who also believe in this but most of the higher ups um you know he he's on his own on on this one you know he's kind of out on a limb so like i would i would believe that you know and i think that that is a pretty interesting subplot because it makes you think, you know, see more of what other people would have seen in him because just his, his crew and everybody around him, you know, they believe in him and the mission. But uh, at that point in time, it seemed like Zion really didn't, there weren't that many supporters. So yeah, a lot of people did think he was kind of nuts. It's good stuff. We're, we're just, we're, we're now, you know, we, we, we've barely gotten through this movie. We're, we're him waking up, uh, the guys coming to buy yeah. stolen material from follow the white rabbit. We're at the club with Dragula yeah. playing. You know, uh, where so he good. Meets, uh, Trinity, yeah. Like, when uh, you heard that song, you didn't smile? I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was, I, was uh-huh. saying, <laughs> I, you like know, you my were, mind, I already <laughs> mentioned it, but my mind <laughs> went immediately to Blade for, for that scene. Except there's no blood uh-huh. dripping down. But I, it just reminded me, you know, and again, it's they're, they're similar scenes, but that, that's where I, I took it. But I was like, oh, yeah, Dragula. Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. they, that's where so, he meets so they Trinity. Meet, she asks him the question, or she asks him, you know, about the question that drives you, and then he knows what it is, which is what is the Matrix, and then that was all part of the ad campaign, right? Like all of the teasers and stuff, they showed you like snippets of like 
crazy cool looking stuff and then it would just say what is the matrix and then it was typically morpheus or Lawrence fishburne saying uh, unfortunately no one can be told what the matrix is you have to experience it for yourself and then it would say like you know coming soon and then like so that's the question he neo asks it and then what like uh basically the alarm sounds and then he wakes up right because he's late for work and then you get that awesome yeah. work scene with the yeah, where he's just getting reamed oh. out by oh. his boss. What was his first name, Ring? Since I asked that last week, Thomas. I couldn't... Right. Oh yeah, I was wondering if you paid attention. Yeah. Right, it's like Thomas A. Anderson. Thomas I, I was thinking a. about Anderson. the whole movie. I was like, shit, does Neil have? I know he's Mr. Anderson. Does he have a first name? But they do say Thomas at some point. Yeah, that's where like, oh that's shit, I gotta remember is. that for the pod because I know it's FedEx, gonna get asked. The FedEx guy gives him the envelope with the phone to start that whole cool like you know follow scene, I, and he's like Thomas Anderson. He's like. That's me, you know. He like gives him the envelope and he rips it open. He got that that cool phone, you know. Like oh, I was so into those phones. Like yeah. I wanted one for oh, years. I, those phones and more. Oh, I thought it, and, you know, sort of Yeah. Oh my god. Like the, the style of this movie. But those phones were fucking awesome. Those phones were the, really cool. I totally wanted one of those when when that movie came out. Yeah, Who so am I kidding? They, I want one of those phones now. I want yeah. my phone to do that now yeah, for no it reason. Could be a smartphone, if it could just yeah become a screen. I mean, if we're getting into phones, we want. I really want Tony Stark's phone from Iron Man 2. <laughs> like, just that clear piece oh, of glass. Oh, you mean like the clear one? <laughs> yes. I want that clear piece of glass. It's fucking They're awesome. They're coming. They're I'm coming waiting. Iron Man 2 was a long time ago. I still don't have that phone. They look like the Expanse phones or whatever. Like the, the little yeah. ads there. Terminals. Terminals, yeah. yeah. All right. So we get uh, Morpheus guiding Neo yeah. out of the office. That office yeah. seems pretty quiet. I guess those agents can't hear with those earpieces in because like he's just like one cubicle over. You would hear that phone like like where they were standing, like he's right by their legs. Those are some quiet phones or something. Good technology. I, I don't know. I love that it is. It plays out like a video game, yeah. and it's like Metal Gear Solid Office Simulator, <laughs> where like you've got somebody over codec describing to you exactly where to go to so as not yeah. to like alert the guards and get the thun, you know, like the exclamation yeah. point over their heads. When yeah. every time I see that scene, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of those crappy stealthing sequences where if you screw up, you have to start over from the beginning. And you're basically using a cheat to get through it because you just want to get through it and you, you don't want to have to learn the stupid path. And it's like Morpheus is calling and helping him. You know, he's like the game genie helping him hack it. Yeah. I, I like that scene. <laughs> but I also liked what they did with this movie was that, like that scene. You're like, oh, man, he would screw up. He'd get nervous. He'd get it. But they do show him later running through and they, you know, they like take a left. And he's like, your other left because he right, like, tries right. to go in the wrong yeah. door. So at least they give it some like realism that like, oh, he is following directions and, and can screw up because he gets like everything perfect that first time and then they... He also, he literally, he does screw up here too. He he doesn't believe in himself or Morpheus oh, enough to go out on the ledge. He can't actually go out on that limb yeah. and then ends up getting caught by the I, by the agents. Honestly, I don't blame him for that at all. Well, like, that I window like, wouldn't no, open but like, I mean, that's just splitting hairs. There would be no way that window opened that high up in an office <laughs> building. But, well, you know... I don't know oh, but... As cool as that scene is, why doesn't Morpheus just show up with Trinity at the club the night before? Be like, hey, let's talk. Not ready. You gotta. You gotta prepare him. He's gotta, gotta work. He's, gotta he's show not ready. He needed exactly another ten hours of cooking. Yeah, you really cook gotta make him want it. Like if he had just yeah. showed up at the club and offered him one of these two pills, I'm not. I don't think that would have worked out for anybody <laughs> involved. 
be like, like I'm this take strange no man I'm in a leather now. coat shows up. He's wearing sunglasses in the club at night, and those sunglasses don't have stems. How are they even on his face? I'm not taking one of these pills. <laughs> I, I definitely want to hang out with Morpheus, though. He'd probably be fun at a club. I just want to know why no one ever asks the question is, what if I fucking take neither pill? Like, like, are you gonna hold me down? I mean, I, I can, I can know this. Now. It has to be one or the other. I just, I just, I'm cool. Like, I, I can learn this and go about my day, and you know, like, you know, you don't know what the the red pill. You know, they they explain what it does so they can find his his pod. Yeah, it's a, it's a tracker. But yeah, the it's blue a tr- pill, it's they a never. I, I guess the blue pill just erases whatever recent memories he has, so he he has no recollection. He of the just last wakes days. up. I thought oh, he said he could believe whatever he wants. It, it would right. just feel so like just, a dream. Yeah, just like a, a memory pill. But I mean, again, what if he's just like, dude, I'm not taking either of your pills. I'm just <laughs> just leaving. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, he's in like just a white room. Morpheus has just done this awesome battery demonstration on an old box TV. I think it just plays nicer than it plays nicer than you take the red pill and then you see how far this rabbit hole goes or you know like like Alice you see how far the rabbit hole goes right or I shoot you with this tranquilizer gun like just saying or you take this blue pill just sound it just rolls off the tongue a little bit nicer than the direct threat of being shot in the neck like immediately after declining this red pill. Or what happens if he just grabbed both and just swallowed them? <laughs> it's like, no, wait, no. Oh, oh, damn. It's a death. It's just the one dies, the movie ends. I guess he's not the one. We'll just go on to the next guy, the next guy that Googles the name. We'll, we'll he, wait, he, wait, he gets pulled out, and uh, he gets pulled out of the Matrix, but he's stuck in a coma. Right. So, so you're right. useless. Yeah, I mean, maybe like the, you know, because he took both, they leave one of those cords in. So when they flush him out, he just dangles there forever, <laughs> hooked up not, to one cord. I'm not really – I mean, we're going semi-out of order, which is fine. But I'm not really yeah. sure why those machines – that machine – Don't murder him? Yeah, exactly. Well, one, don't murder mm-hmm. him. And why pull him out? It, I mean, eventually – I mean, what, what's it matter if he's if I he's think he's malfunctioning, so they're jettisoning an, an error. But they should just snap his neck well, I mean, and throw him away. His neck, throw him down because they yeah. want to liquefy him into food. It was for one the, of my questions was like, why, like, why are they leaving people alive? I guess they figured there's, you know, they're, they're, the muscles don't work. Like, if they just figured they're just going to die on their own. He's about, yeah, I think that the machine, either way, either one, the machine figures, okay, this doesn't work. It, we're not going to crush him here and mess up this pod. So we we flush him and then he'll just he's just gonna drown down there. I mean he was right. in the middle of drowning when he was saved. Right. Or you could even right. say that like, yeah. you know I mean like after they trace figured out where to trace him to you know maybe somebody's helping him out somebody's hacking the the robot so that he gets flushed you know I could I could sort of hand wave that away because yeah. I think right. that if he was in there for more than two seconds he probably would have drowned. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's see. Neo doesn't make the jump. He gets taken. You see him getting taken by the agents. He's in the interrogation room, right? Who don't oh, see yeah. Trinity three feet you, away. You see him in the uh, interrogation room, and then that you do, do that cool camera move where it goes through the uh, CCTV into yeah. right. the room, and it's like yeah. they they bring that back and reloaded with that whole wall of CCTVs, and they even do the yeah. same effect. 
in the next movie as a callback to you know to this moment when he's being watched again. And so they take his mouth away, which is a great yeah, scene. It's very it's a great memorable. Scene, but why did why did they one play that card, two play it so quickly, and three never never use it again? Like it only works, I guess, until you take the pill, until you realize you're not, until someone makes you wear like the agents yeah. would. I mean, oh, they had a my, they had a lot on him. They could have left him in there, and got, I guess time is of the essence. I guess, but I think they were so Patriot close. They knew. I think they knew how close he was to Morpheus, so they figured that putting a bug in him would be the the best course, you know, of action at that point in time. Yeah, but I, I just I don't I'm understand the whole scare the tactic with with the um, the mouth, like because again, afterwards he he like wakes up and he's not sure what happened. So they must have like oh, you know, so you sedated think, him. Yeah. So he thinks that the, it was all a nightmare. Right, the mouth thing makes it more believable to your your conscious as a as a just a, a nightmare that right. you're not going to Otherwise, go yeah, otherwise, otherwise you're going to wake up and think those guys held me down and put like a right. robot bug tracking device inside my belly button. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll accept I, I, your I, question was, about the bug. And yeah. a weird like body horror moment in the movie too, right? I mean, it's like there's nothing tonally, there's nothing else like that. Yeah, it was in it almost was, yeah, maybe in the last movie, but like there's there's nothing else like that. It just goes into like straight body horror. His mouth melts shut, he can't scream. They hold him down and then they put like that weird like robo prawn right. like yeah, and then it wiggles the, into his, his Yeah, like uh so yeah. so weird. It, it came out of nowhere. Let's throw back to Wrath of Khan cuz I want to mention yeah. Wrath of Khan in every podcast <laughs> that we talk about. So I just I just want to throw that out there. Movie. I, I, yeah, I, I, like I got to like insert it somewhere, right? Like, right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. I got I got to find my 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 break in for that every every movie we do. So. so did they do it that way to scare him to make him think it's a dream to insert the bug into his belly button like that instead yeah, of just injecting I'll, his neck? Because it seems like that's like standard practice, right? Because that's happened yeah. before. So because they have a device that is designed to extract that one bug. Okay. So I mean, it's not like they did it one time just to Neo. It seems like it's something that might happen somewhat regularly, or at least it happens often enough that they keep that shit in the trunk right. of their yeah. car. Because like, you I never know when you might for it. Yeah, pull out meeting. one of those pawns, you know. When you're bu- you you bug some or you know somebody. And then all of a sudden, it's moving down the street, and it stops moving right away. Aren't you going to send an agent to check that out real quick and be like, hey, it's in the middle of the street. They must have taken it out. He was just taking a nap. Right. <laughs> I mean, you think with the bug, they'd be watching him, too. When it starts moving in yeah. the car, they might send somebody uh-huh. on him or something. When it's moving a little quickly, you know, the middle of the night. <laughs> That's the whole point of the thing, right? But maybe it has a limited range or something. You know, it's like. the Matrix. It has no range. I don't, How do they not know where he is 24-7? Right. I mean, you know, it's like, they don't really need a bug technically in the Matrix. They could just, you know, ID his whatever, you know, yeah. code. So, but the bug was fun. It was a, a big metal yeah. toy that digs in, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, it just made it, it more cool. visually yeah. interesting. Yeah, I all right, so this they, they get uh, Switch gets it out. This we also meet Switch and Apoc. Switch and Apoc. Which uh, criminally underused both. I would love to know more about their characters. I'm sure there's a comic book or something out there that's just like the Switch Tales. Yeah, you don't get and, a chance, but it's like you know how sometimes in like movies like some random side characters like learn how to do like 
one thing to to like make their character stand out. When later on, Apoc hands Neo a gun and he fucking mm-hmm. spins it around and hands it to him yeah. in the coolest way. And I just I always remember that. And I was like, you know, that dude, he was like, I have seven lines. But I'm going to learn how to spin the shit out of this gun before I hand it to Keanu Reeves. He practiced that day in and day out, and uh, he pulls it off. It looks like it's the billionth time he's done it. He's like, like, yeah, flips out, and he hands it to him. So, like, way to go, APOC. I remember you. Well, also, Switch, all in white. Everyone else is decked out in black. She is all in white. Yeah, shock of white hair. Yeah. White latex, like opposite of Trinity. That's what I was saying. It was like a yin-yang to Trinity. Like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Kind of really that, cool like, with the two yeah. characters next to each other. All right. And then so... they get to that house, and then they they put him in the chair, and they, they do everything. Yeah, they pill. do all the stuff. That they, they, yeah, they, they do the pill. Uh, he gets the tracer program running so that they can track exactly which pod he's in, right? right? So that they know where he gets flushed out. And then the... Uh, they play the crane game, and they uh, yeah. hit the jackpot. They pull his ass out. Yeah. Now, say you're meeting Morpheus, and he offers you red pill, blue pill. Mm-hmm. I know Ryan said he's not taking either pill. Or I'm both. That's an take... option. That's an option. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. What Are you taking the pills? Because uh, I'm, no. I'm taking the blue pill, and I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm not I'm not taking... I'm not taking a pill from this guy I've met for three minutes after they right, pulled some metal bug out of my stomach. And like, this is not the next logical step. Be like, <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's do some drugs. <laughs> like, but, that's uh, not happening. Uh, have you been haunted about what is the Matrix all your life? Did you just have a, a mechanical bug pulled out of your chest? Do you not want to know about this? I don't, I, honestly, no. Like, it's out. Be like. Can I get a Matrix like, brochure first? Here. Can I see what kind of see like the highlights? Give me a few photos of, of you know what this looks like, what I'm getting into before I take the pill. Maybe something. Give me a little bit more. I, <laughs> I, you know what I would say? I would say I would trust the people who e- helped eject a robot shrimp tracking bug from <laughs> out of my stomach because it seems like they're trying to help me out. So yeah, I think I would probably do it. I think that's probably the turning point for him when he knows it's to trust them, right? Versus, you know, because it's real. Well, the they pull are, it out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, holy shit, that thing is real. Real, like, right. I think up until the, then, he thought it might have been like a nightmare. And I suppose they said that tracking those bugs, you know, they said it was on the move, whether the bug was detecting their bug removal device or whatever. But right. maybe it makes its way up to your brainstem or something and has some control over you because they said we're gonna you're gonna help us whether you want to or not when they yeah, put yeah. That, that bug in so maybe it's actually yeah. you know they got it out in time or whatever but I, either way i think that's when he knew that's when he definitely picked his side was when they pulled that out of him you know not not knowing exactly who to believe before right right so then we get to the real world and it's you know how long was neo in this bed I imagine it takes a long time right? to build those muscles up, right? Like, he's never it's got to be months, right? Never used I would assume before. so. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean um, you, you see him. Uh, yeah, you have him on the table. Right. They say that, it, I mean, it takes some time because he's never used his muscles before. They don't really go over it. I mean, it, you know, you could turn it into a montage, 
right? Yeah. I mean, you, you see some acupuncture. And then, like I that. mean, you don't know. Ex- they just say that that's building, rebuilding your muscles. So, I mean, like, they don't really even say, you know, how it happens. What's important yeah. is that they show that they put effort into it, and at least they thought about mm-hmm. it, you know? And it was a yeah, cool effect. He needed to pop when, out of the tube. Yeah, there was like a <laughs> rack load of the needles in him. That was a cool, uh, cool shot, too. But, yeah, yeah then he's cool able to move like around again. CGI where they made like his arms have like no muscle definition or anything when he came out of the pod. Yeah. It's like noodle arms that just kind of like <laughs> flop there or something. Or he looks well, like the creature from like Wally or something. for that scene. Right. Yeah, he lost uh, like 15 he, pounds for that scene. Yeah, yeah but too. I imagine if you, you, you know, you're whatever he's supposed to be, what, 30 something years old at that point, I guess, that you've never used a, used a muscle. You've been laying in a. Uh, you know, basically a soup your entire life. Yeah. I, I don't think you have that much. People. You're, you're probably uh, not even sitting up by yourself. Right. Right. Like, so. It would have been cool if it was just some kind of like, you look like the, 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 the cartoon Wally, like the people in the future, just like this blob or, you know, <laughs> yeah. some kind of like noodle, noodle arm thing. And then, you know, pump them slowly into a regular form. Right. Fun. So what like, it? When he pops out, it would you wanted him to look like like the people in there, and then instead of building up his muscles, <laughs> make him lose weight. Right. <laughs> so he comes out just as like a fat blob. I mean, and then there's a montage of him just on a treadmill, gaining definition <laughs> and becoming the Keanu Reeves that we know. And we see him just increasing the incline a little bit, just beep, 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 and he just goes. That's the whole yeah. montage. I think I think we could make arguments, in, and again, it would change the entire movie about the economics of their their human battery towers and everything, yeah. and, and why why if they're you know growing these humans, why don't they just like leave a brain stem, make a brain not dead. the brains, uh, like yeah. like yeah, why? I know they they kind of allude to the, like the stimuli of the matrix, and you know they say 1999 makes them more efficient or something. Yeah, makes them burn brighter or whatever. But it just seems like they, you know, this advanced AI could start making these human batteries with less, uh, I don't know, need to be so human, right? Like, but maybe it's still early on in the process, and they're still developing that. I don't know. The next place we go is the training room. Oh, the training sequence. Mm-hmm. When uh, when he starts learning, or, or wait, no, they they oh, go no, to no, the, the uh, white room. That, the white yeah, room. the white room is what I meant. When, I when Morpheus, training. yeah, actually breaks With everything the down. And, right. You know, blacking out the sun, all that good stuff. Yeah, he, that that he goes over that sequence. They they throw in a little bit of uh, like Hitchcock camera work. Uh, it, it looks really mm-hmm. cool. It's Probably one of the better like exposition scenes where they just do a huge info dump. But I mean, it makes sense why he's telling it to Neo because, like you, you you know he doesn't know any of this information and needs to know it. And then they do it in a pretty cool visual style so that it's interesting and it's not just him talking at you. So I right. I, I like that sequence. It's probably one of the better. You know, I mean, you don't want like a, a a scrolling wall of text that explains it all to you, and you don't want somebody just sitting there explaining this stuff for no reason uh and if they do you want it to look cool and i mean like they they show that how the construct works you know that in between space how everything mm-hmm. can be changed but they're in control of it i mean like they show you some of like the rules of the world and then it's done well and i think all of the information pretty much gets across you know you get more of it once they go into the training programs right and why didn't they yeah. just you know they could have saved a lot of time and obviously it would uh, it would have not been great for the movie, but why when he was getting all his muscles redoed, why don't they just plug the back of his head in there and just keep loading disc after disc of information in at that time? So like he, probably, so he just knew it. 
Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, like everything that Morbius told him, he could have he could have had in a second just with one of those discs. He'd be like, "Oh, okay, I get everything now." Like, right. Like, right. <laughs> Instead, of, yeah, sitting him down, being like, "All right, I have something." No, I got it. Right. Yeah. Like, just just it. just pop it in and out and be like, "All right, now you know right. this part." Not only do I know, I, you know what? I always figured. I, know, you know, I always I figured everything. that this is like the one thing that Morpheus really enjoys doing. Right. He's got his whole, you know, speech worked out about how to get you to join Amway. And right. what all of the bonuses are and, like, how this tiered program works. And, like, you know, you don't want to take that away from him. He just yeah. really wants to go. It's, like, almost a pitch. You know what I mean? It's like a marketing pitch of, like, yeah. here's why you got to join our side. <laughs> you don't want to just stab somebody in the head and shoot the data in there. Like, he kind of wants to do the whole, you know, razzle. He wants to be able to do the razzle-dazzle of it all and, like, put a little showmanship into it. And I think he sells it. And I think every single time he hopes that when they unplug... The dude pukes, and once he does, he wins five bucks right. from the rest of the crew. <laughs> he got paid on that one. He got paid on Neo. All right, so then we're we're going to learning kung fu. Yeah, you know he gets the tour of the yeah. ships, meets the crew, and then yeah, yeah we're we're going yeah, to right. Right. He, he meets everybody, finds out about Zion through um tank or whatever tank. tank. It tells yeah. him that he's like dude. a pure human and from uh, Mar- Marcus Marcus Chong, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, Ready to Tommy weirdest, the weirdest line delivery. You know, that's like a meme and a gif where like he does the reaction shot where he's like he's talking about him, uh, Neo. And like if, if you know if it's true and he goes, it's a very exciting time. Like the way the <laughs> yeah. weirdest line delivery. I will. I always remember that it just sticks out of nowhere. And like it's uh, yeah, it, after after a while, like I think maybe one of the anniversaries of the movie that became like a meme and like it started oh, going yeah. around for when something is, you know, when it's a very exciting, very exciting. time. Yeah. yeah. And like, whenever I think of that, that's, you know, that pops in there. When I saw that guy, I was like, didn't something weird happen with him after this movie? And then I went down a Google rabbit hole of contract yeah. disputes. Yeah. And, he wanted to and be fights. With and the, then they were just the, like, the Hey man, you, you didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. You didn't make it. You're not in the next movie. And then like, he had a bunch, he had some, you know, avid fans who were pulling for him, but I think he, you know, probably tried to bite off a little bit more than he could. Yeah, he could honestly, to a lesser extent, although this guy seemed to go nuclear in the late nineties, but it, it's similar to what Terrence Howard did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely reminds and, me of that. And Marvel was like, we're not putting up with that yeah, shit. Yeah, no, like, we don't need that. <laughs> hey, Don Cheadle, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he was like, you are not the one, the two or the three. We are good. You can go. <laughs> All right, but uh, getting back to he's learning Kung Fu, and then he goes to fight Morpheus, right? Right. Or spar with Morpheus, I know. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird. Yeah. And then everybody... You know, they got to watch that because it's going to be awesome. And it is still a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, you dude, know, that is a great sequence. I, I, I like how they hype it up. Yeah, when he starts yeah. the fight. I like how they hype it up when you see all of the different martial arts styles that he's learning. Because then you're like, it, it, it's, it starts going through your head, like what that's going to look like and what you hope it looks like. And then when you actually see them doing it, you know, that's what all of that training was for. And then you finally get to see all of the crazy choreography that um, Yuan Wu Ping put together. And that is a, another awesome scene. They I mean, love like, that's in a wall with a body, by the way. Yeah. 
They they love they love to slam a wall a body into a wall <laughs> and leave into it, leave, pillars leave all, and walls right. and uh, leaving dents in the floor, in the floor right yeah, yeah it's they, all over the place wherever they can leave a dent they're gonna leave a dent right. <laughs> I, I do have a question why can't everyone break the rules of the matrix like Neo <laughs> I know he's, he's the, the one, one. La, 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 he's la, the la, one la. I, 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 no, no, no. I mean I think no, 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 no. they kind of they kind of make it out to be somewhat about like how his brain works right because like while they're doing the fight sequence uh what mouse i think is looking at some of the readouts and he's he says something yeah. like look at this you know, synapses yeah. and it's like neurokinetics are off the charts i mean like that's all that that's probably all just gibberish but it's like they're at least yeah. trying to give you <laughs> they're trying to you know, explain to me where i'm like why can't to give everyone you some just gibberish fight faster? That you can, yeah and it's because their neurokinetics no aren't spoon. off the charts yeah exactly so like there's something about him that um, allows him to, to do that, but it's like based in his real body, you know, it's based in his brain. Yeah. So then we get to the jump where no one makes a jump the first time. And he doesn't and, he doesn't die, like because if you die in the Matrix, I guess the training programs aren't the same yeah. kind of severity. No, and no. So it's, it's Neo. The floor was right? some sort of rubber or foam for the first bounce, not the right, second right. bounce. But but he didn't know that, right? Like so, if yeah, your no, mind no, no. thinks you die, and and again, this isn't the Matrix. I know this is a program to simulate the yeah. Matrix, but you know, like it's kind of it's kind of talking out both sides of their mouth. But again, it's it's Neo too that shows it. But all these other people it's that a didn't soft make the floor. If it, like he felt, they don't it was know that. They don't he know felt that. it though. He felt it when he hit it. Right. Like, so he didn't hit not... something hard. You hit something yeah. hard, you die in the matrix. So just you fall in the matrix, all the floors are soft, and then no one's gonna die, right? Like no one's gonna die in their chair, right? All the bullets are soft, guys. Don't worry about it. Like, and then you're fine. Maybe that's how they'll hack it in Matrix Four. All right. And then I'll bullets be will be useless. It was still a good way to convey the information, at least. You yeah. Know? Because like you're still learning more about the rules of the game and how all of that stuff works. You know, I mean, you find out that uh, like the and they build it up even in the fighting sequence when. When Neo is like completely drenched in sweat and has no breath, and then Morpheus points out that it's like, I mean, do you do you think that that's air you're breathing? He's like, this isn't your body. You just think (laughs) it is. And then you know, so I mean, like you start getting more of the the rules of how everything works, and then you yeah, and then you find out once he gets out why he's bleeding. So I mean, like at least adds a little bit more, you know, stakes. It's good. It's a very flushed out world, and they do a great job of explaining how things work and why things work, even as much as I'm trying to pick at it. And then that scene has the classic Keanu line, the woe. So you got to throw that in there for that, too. He's got to say it, and like it's practically in every movie. It's almost his catchphrase. It's his finishing move. So they did throw that in there. Does he say woe in John Wick? He, I don't think he doesn't so. have a lot of lines of John yeah. Wick. I mean, yeah. As much as we all love the Wick franchise in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think he does say "whoa" in Destination Wedding <laughs> at one point. <laughs> I think he falls down a hill and says "whoa" as he does it. So we'll go with it. Also, if you haven't seen Destination Wedding. Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder. It's a fantastic romantic movie. You should go check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe. It's great. <laughs> Where were we before I started talking? Going down we're, the rails. We're finishing the jump program, so that means we're getting oh, to like okay. the 
Well, he now now he's going to go into the program with the red dress. You know, like that's yeah. the next that's yes. the next training. Yeah, where you learn more training programs, learn more of the rules. The okay. lady in red, uh, the 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 agent. Anybody can be an agent. The threat that uh, nobody has ever stood their ground against an agent, or you know, something to that effect, and 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 survived. So what you're supposed to do is run, you know, and it's like, you know, he, he starts to learn that lesson. And um, what what else happens? What's next? He uh, he goes and has a drink with Cypher. He's yeah, the looking moonshine, at a, br- right? a brunette, a redhead right. and a blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like he, I, I was he's just thinking he's so never skilled at reading the, the code. Yeah, he's never had a drink in his life before and he's going to straight moonshine. Right, right. It's he really should have done like a Mel Brooks, you drink it and you just fall completely on your face. <laughs> I know he thinks he's had alcohol in his life, but yeah, but the Matrix, they don't know what that tastes like. I mean, there's that whole thing maybe of like maybe the chicken, they, they, they chicken, like everything, right? Like yeah. right. that whole scene. Everything tastes like chicken. That was one of the good, great things about the movie too, how they wrap in so much. You know, real world stuff like right. why everything mm-hmm. tastes like chicken and deja vu's, and yeah. you know, they, they give you like plausible explanations for all of that. I mean, and in a greater sense, like if it's like if you are you feel out of sync with the world and like you don't fit in, and like you know, the, the, the they're like agents or this like conspiracy out to get you, it's like maybe there is, you know, I mean, there's uh, there's all sorts of stuff like that in there, you know, right. but um, yeah, that's definitely one of them. We go to Cypher's betrayal, where he's at this very fancy restaurant eating some delicious steak. Don't we go to another Oracle we before? The, uh, yeah, oh, you missed the Oracle. Oh, fuck. I yeah. totally skipped the Oracle. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I thought the no, betrayal was before the Oracle. Because that's we, we when it's set missed. up. He's at the dinner before the, before the Oracle, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's right before right. the Oracle. But we missed the first appearance of the Sentinels and the EMP. Oh, right, right. I mean, where you see the, the squid monsters. Right. And do they do they as they do in every movie in this one this this one part I actually don't remember. Do they explain what an EMP is and what it stands for? Yes, they do, they right? Do. They, do. they do. They do. It's yeah. in so many movies. It's like right. we know how guns and bullets work. You don't have every time somebody flashes a gun, you don't have like the Morpheus character be like what's going to happen is Right. <laughs> a projectile is going to come out of that weapon. It can hit you, you know, like they don't right. do that. But yet with EMPs, there. I think that it's it's in it's still in movies, right? I know it was in all, all of the movies from like it's in twenty four. It's in yeah, it's in it's everything. In so it's in much. It's in Ocean's Eleven, right? Don't they use yeah. Ocean's Eleven? No, yeah, they use it in Ocean's Eleven. The is pinch 11? is an EMP. Yeah, the pinch. Is right, that eleven right? or is that? 13. Oh, third, I don't know. One of them. That's 13, one of the, I one believe. of the heist movies. They all That's kind of blur 13, together. I believe. That's Don anytime, anytime there's a nuclear blast, they talk about it, like in Broken Arrow or Some of All Fears. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, it's mentioned quite a bit, to your point. I mean, we all should know what this is by now yeah. without having to explain to us every time. And used a lot. Right. But hey, another scene where they explain some rules. You find out about the Sentinels. You know they're armed with an EMP, and it's done in a dramatic way. You know, yeah, I mean, and they're looking for. I it. don't feel like the movie needs me to stick up for it. It's just right. I still yeah. have to point out that I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. there are plenty of movies that I know we've all seen where they do exposition like this, 
and there's just nothing going on on the screen that's exciting or suspenseful mm-hmm. or dramatic. It's just somebody telling you how something works. At least here, they're whispering it because they're hiding from the Sentinels. You know, I mean, like, it's a, it's really well done, in my opinion, how that information is being relayed to the audience. Well, you saying that just reminds me of, we just watched Crawl on this podcast, which is a great movie. Sure. My co-hosts are wrong. But <laughs> the, the exposition of that, honestly, it's just whoever is the oldest person in that that movie tells you what is happening or what needs to happen at every while point in time. the character is just standing looking at him like that's right. how everything they're like oh we need to go to the fortress to beat the slayers it's going to be awesome and then they go do that until that character dies and then another old character shows up and it's like oh you need to go into this forest and get this thing <laughs> Everybody that movie, knew everything. I, I watched that movie so many it's, times growing up. It is yeah, such so a good, core part of my like my my youth. I'm playing a game right now called Hades. You know, not not to derail us even farther, but playing a game are. called Hades. And one of the weapons that you can use in the game a is a shield. But huh. one of the different abilities you can do is that you can have it go out and then it stays out. Like, you throw it out like Captain America would, except it stays out spinning like a buzzsaw, and you can sort of kite it around and then call it back to you. And I was talking to somebody else about it, and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, like the glaive. And they were like, yeah, 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 I got you. And I was like, I know this is why we're friends. Because when I say like the glaive, you you go, yeah, 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 right, right, right. It's like, we've got this. Like, I just watched Ready Player One within this past year and i was late only to the person in the movie theater who literally stood up and cheered when that happened when that thing came out i got super hype and everyone else around me was like what is this dude doing I watched and then i was like this myself. is why none of you are my friends and we're not going to be from this point forward because of this moment right here <laughs> i watched it by myself in my basement and was like oh <gasps> As it came out, and he threw it, and I was like, that's fucking great. This movie's fantastic right now. But it was worth it for that moment. Uh, it's so good to see the glaive again. That, so the, the Sentinels... should have more Star Wars references. All right, yeah, all right, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. The EMP, and then we get to yeah. the, 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 rest the betrayal. Yeah. yeah, with Cypher. Yeah, which ties into the beginning. He's the informant. Right. Yeah. Speaking of like stuff where it's like if you just mention it, people know. And like this is how big the movie is. Uh, I followed this uh, uh, cooking channel on YouTube, uh, Alex French Guy Cooking, and he did uh, an, an episode on steak. And he goes to his butcher, and then he's saying like, I want this type of steak. And he goes, you know, like a like a matrix steak. And then. The butcher like looks at him and he's like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's like, he's like Chateaubriand, and he's like, that's you know like uh, the the best thickest cut of the filet mignon. And it's like that's how culturally impactful this movie was. If you go to a butcher in France and tell the dude, I want like a matrix steak, they're like, that's the cut you're looking for. And then like he yeah. just gives it to you, and he cooked it up. But man, that steak looked good. I was gonna say, have you show. had it? <laughs> Did you order it as a super fan? Have you been to a restaurant and ordered it? I have made it myself. Okay. And it's fantastic. I was watching a YouTube uh, cooking with uh, Babish. Yeah. And not the one I was watching, but the one underneath it was Matrix Steak. Yeah. Like he cooked the Matrix Steak, and I was like, I'll watch that later. 
we're gonna keep watching. I, I can't remember what I made him watch to make it was something gross. That oh, it's the Harley Quinn sandwich from uh, the Harley Quinn movie. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. The but, the egg sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked fantastic. The the gross thing was the the pizza one. The Pizza Town or Taco, taco Town. Town. Taco Town. Yeah, he did the Taco Town. Yeah. When I watched him eat the Taco Town, I mean, don't eat that. Once again, we're getting back to the movie, I promise. But uh, go watch that Taco <laughs> Town video on on YouTube. It's great. All right. Uh, so the betrayal's going down, and Cipher says, "I want to be someone famous, someone respected, like an actor." He's an actor in real life. It was a great little little in there just like um oh and his everything name tastes like chicken his real yeah. name oh, is, yeah. is reagan is reagan right. yeah, yeah. I, I did catch that the, yeah. i was like yeah that's a good man right he there he calls him mr right. reagan right. yeah <laughs> another uh another famous actor right yeah yes and then and then what we go to the spinning sequence where we don't get to see everybody you know slow rise bake out of the phone but they all end yeah. up like right. perfectly oh. posed and then I, How great I can't do they all look. It's it's on the way it's it's on the way out of there that you see Cipher drop the phone in the yeah. in the yeah. trash can, trash right? Can, yeah, like right. he flips trash, it open and throws it in the trash can. Right, right. To to trace uh to let the Some, agents let them know they're there, I guess. Yeah. Just just to have the a starting point for them to know where to start. Right. You so know, know tinkering been... tinkering with the matrix doing deja vu and blocking in the windows once they get in there, right? Like right. that's what why didn't they put an agent on the top of that building and an agent on the bottom of that building. So they could just, after they close all the things off. Well, yeah. I mean, again, they could just blow up the whole bit, but they like, wanted, they, they wanted Morpheus going. alive. They wanted Morpheus yeah, they alive. Right. So they could get to Zion. The so. Yeah. They, they needed the yeah. code keys so that they could then use that to hack into Zion without, without Zion knowing. Yeah. And then, so they all go to meet the Oracle. And that's where he, when he learns that there is no spoon, he meets a bunch right. of kids. For, I honestly forgot about all the other kids yeah, doing like their X Men powers and shit in there. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, like, like they were at the Mutant Academy. They all are yeah, you know, levitating exactly things, like to me. bending the spoons. It felt like orientation at the Xavier Academy. Yeah, I, I got that same feeling. And then for some reason, while the kid was saying there was no spoon, the one that was talking to him, all yeah. I could think of was I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. Like for some <laughs> reason, the way he said that reminded me of uh, was that Wayne World Two or was that yeah, Wayne World Two? Yeah. Two. I right. wouldn't go on unless I got right. a brandy glass filled with brown M and M's. There is no spoon. Just the way the kid said, all I could think of was I had to beat them to death with their own shoes, and I don't know why, but that for just some reason, yeah. Now that you've said it, now the whole scene <laughs> is popping either. back into my head. Yeah. His name was Dell Dell Preston. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And yeah, yeah. He, they walk in and then he's like, are, you know, are you Del Preston? He's like, I might be. Yeah. And then he's he, he points over at the picture or something. And then they're like, who's that old lady? And she's like, oh, that's my old lady. Like, I remember I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember anything else about that scene. I just remember that random sequence and that his name is Del Preston. Somehow that's stuck yeah. in the, oh. the memory banks. Yeah. So there we are at 2 a.m. at a sweet shop. Yeah. And I have to beat 
the owner to the death with his own shoes. That's all I was thinking of when I was watching that spoon thing. I, I just, it was just the way the kid said it. Uh, maybe I should overlap the two scenes and just see how similar it is. But it definitely popped into my head. Don't worry, it's in the bag. Don't worry. Wait for two is in the bag, not just one. You got both. One in there? and two are both in the bag. Oh, that's gonna be like a double header. Like we're gonna. That's like, gonna be a, a two for. That's right. If we get it, I'm gonna have to have you watch two movies in a week. I don't know uh, if you I can handle it. I can try. <laughs> so now we meet the Oracle. Right. Yeah. Which I was also thought was awesome the way they make the Oracle just be like a you know like a. Like almost like a regular movie. person, you yeah. know, like smoking. Wait, she, she's in on it. Yeah. 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 Whatever you were expecting, it wasn't that. No. Like yeah, nobody yeah. was expecting like an old, old you know, like a, a little lady just cooking baking cookies. Baking cookies. Yeah. Right. And, and another hilarious like like meta computer reference, right? She's like she's like making cookies, offering him right. cookies. <laughs> no, I and really then. Like that. And then she tells him that, uh, sorry, kid, but you're not the one, right? right. I mean, she, she tells him that he's not the one. Well, and that you're waiting actually for something. say that, though. She, he, she says she it looked like you're waiting for something. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, says, you already know the answer. And then he says, I'm not the one. And then she says, sorry, kid. You know, but yeah, I mean, she doesn't really even have to say it. It's, but, you know, she's, it's all, it's the long game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He has to want to believe. Yeah, like you kept saying before, he wasn't ready yet. Yeah. You should have let him bake for another two days. <laughs> Stop giving him that pill early. Right. Just keep downloading him more training discs while he was yeah. sleeping for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, funny. so then they, they drive back. The trap gets sprung. You see the same black cat, deja vu. And I, I love the deja vu thing. I thought that was really clever. To say yeah. it was a glitch in the Matrix, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. a glitch in the Matrix is now, like, uh, at least I think it is, like, a common phrase when, you know, like... Absolutely oh, it sure. is. It, like for sure. for yeah, it's definitely everyone. worked its way into, like, just common usage. Right. Whenever you see someone that yeah. looks the same, you're like, oh, there's a glitch in the Matrix, or, you know, yeah. you know like, it's a... Yeah, they, they, so they, they trap them in there, they're, they're making their way out, Morpheus holds the line. So that uh, they can escape. I mean, so I mean, they 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 think that Morpheus is holding line to let them escape. The agents are really just trying to get to Morpheus anyway. Right. So yeah, I mean, it sort of works a... the way the agents want. Uh, but that... they also have Cipher on the inside, so right. they don't really. You they know. don't really. Yeah, they want mate. They want Morpheus, and right. they know that uh, by the end of the deal, uh, Cipher is going to kill Neo and everybody else anyway. So yeah, they're they're perfectly fine with that deal. That quick little sequence, that fight in that bathroom, not that long, super well choreographed. I it's, thought that was awesome. It looked brutal. It's great. It looked great. Like when the when he jumps out through the wall. Yeah. And he's yelling. Like, yeah, he headbutts the wall. Yeah. He headbutts the wall to crash through it to then you know like grab grab Agent Smith. They finally like, meet I, each other. Yeah, I, I mean I love Lawrence Fishburne like. It's underrated in my opinion. Like, go watch the movie Fled. Go watch the movie Predators. He's in Predators for I don't know 45 seconds, but he I, is up until a then riveting 45 seconds. I'd always been a fan, but I mean, I I this you know put him on another level because I yeah. he was I thought he looked really really good in the fight scenes. 
I, I mm-hmm. definitely showed that he trained, you know, took all of that that training in, and I thought that he was super impressive in that movie, and I, I totally bought it, you know, him in that role. It's rewatching it now after years. I don't remember him fighting. Like I remember the the Neo fight scene. Sure. And then I was like, oh, that's about it. But then, like, I started thinking about the move, like, you know, the Smith fight. And then in the next movie, the freeway thing. Yeah, which, the freeway fight. As much as I don't like that movie, the freeway fight's fucking incredible. Yeah, the freeway fight's badass, and he's awesome in it. Lawrence Fishburne's fucking awesome. All right, so... Oh, this is when Cypher, uh, he gets out of the Matrix, and he's brought some sort of, I don't know, particle weapon, laser beam... Yeah, it seemed like a pretty inefficient way to kill all these people, but I guess it's all he had, right? Like, or, You see it later. It's what they use against the Sentinels. So it yeah. seems like some sort of, you know... Some sort of protection weapon they had available yeah, on the yeah. ship that they could get a hold of. Maybe something that's, like, jerry-rigged. Right. But then, I mean, they like, he says that... don't have guns anymore? I guess not. I mean, you don't... I mean, you, no you, see it, you see the huge ones. That. You see the huge yeah, ones yeah, that are yeah, strapped later to the on mix, like, yeah. later on. But, I mean, like, like you know, they probably have... I mean, they're not guess, really dealing with shooting regular people on the outside. Yeah. It's like they're up against yeah, stuff like Sentinels machines. and giant robots, right? And machines, yeah. So yeah. I guess stuff like this would be more useful. But but here you find out, um, you know, Cypher is, says that it, it, he can't be the one. It's impossible because something crazy would have to happen. It's a you know, meta moment where he's like, some deus ex machina will have to occur to save him because it otherwise yeah. it what doesn't work. And then he's like, I can't believe it. And then, you know, there's Tank. And he, and he comes up and he nukes yeah. him. Tank. And, right, I'm sorry, we didn't even mention his brother. Um, Dozer. Oh, Dozer. Dozer. Yeah, he's, he's barely in it. He yeah. says a few things. He gives him the, you know, apparently he, he made some moonshine. Right. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't do too much. All right. I just felt bad for not. But also, yeah. um, he kills Apoc and Switch at this point. Right. And then you get to Where, see what happens when somebody's unplugged. Like, Somebody just unplug. Like Switch's yeah. death is awful. When they're disconnected like that. Uh, where where she's just like, no, not like she this. knows it's coming. Yeah, she yeah. knows it's a second like, away, uh, and she can't do anything to stop it because out in the real world, Cipher's there with uh with his hand on the on the spike. Yeah, awful, awful, I mean, awful. But you can get a prequel Switch movie maybe one day, or <laughs> they'll probably do that next. Or they'll find a way to re-download them. Into like some kind of. Uh, you you know. can't bring people. That that lessens their death and their sacrifice. Well, I'd say she'd be a person. It could be like a you know an android or something that they figure out later on and they download her into. Wait, so they're making artificial intelligence to fight artificial intelligence? Probably be a better idea than blacking out the sun. I mean, that just. <laughs> that bad. I imagine that was a last resort. Right. I don't think that was like the first thing to the table. It's like. You know what? Long live the beast. Fuck the sun. Right. Like, Nighttime is the right time. That's right. You're going in saving 12 Free bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So Cypher's dead. Apox dead. Switch is dead. Morpheus All is by captured. Ma- yeah, Morpheus Mouse is died captured. in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Morpheus is oh, captured. Yeah. We forgot but, to mention uh, Mouse dying. Tank's okay. Well, a great way to go out. Mouse oh, yeah. Out. Man. Yeah, he goes out hard. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. Tank is... is not dead yet. He's messed up. He's messed up. Uh, and then it's about. Did they kill him in the second? They say he died. They say he dies. Moves? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's. Oh, I think man, that's it's. How pissed off those. Siblings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you, you're <laughs> supposed to for, figure out that like, he dies from his wounds from that, you know. 
yeah, it's like, yeah. It's it's like Newt dying in hyperspace or whatever. After well, like, I mean, you guys, did you ever watch the Lethal Weapon show? E. It's I'm gonna spoil something because you guys aren't gonna like it's been over for like two years. Right, right, right. But you mean when the, he got kicked off the show? The, the Rick character gets kicked off for being a dick on set, and in the storyline, he gets shot by his half brother. <laughs> and like, so they're wheeling him into the hospital at the end of season two. And you're like, oh, it's just a regular show. He's going to be fine. And like the next season, they're going to be hunting this half brother down. And instead, he's a dickhead, gets fired. He's so they bring a new character off. They kill him in the first, that like 30 seconds. You're on a funeral season three. Yeah. It was hilarious. They're like, <laughs> nope, there's no chance you're coming back. You're dead. And then they had the half brother commit suicide in the first episode. So there's no like real resolution to that story even. <laughs> There's like, oh, he was mad and killed himself. That's it. Although, really good show. Surprisingly good. Until you mentioned I forgot it ever existed. <laughs> David Weems is great in it as uh, Roger Murtaugh. It, it was just, you know, it's COVID, man. You're looking for things to stream. It was three seasons of a television show. I was like, it made it three seasons. It made it three seasons. And honestly, season three is one of the better ones with um, Stifler coming in. Plays a very interesting character. He's oh, a very likable actor. I forgot actor. he's the one that they, yeah, that, that they brought, brought in to replace him. If you're out there, you're looking for a cop show, a basic-ass cop show to watch, check out Lethal Weapon on the Hulus. High praise. <laughs> yeah. Lethal Weapon, a basic-ass cop basic show. Basic-ass cop show. <laughs> check out when you're looking for something to watch. Where, yeah. where the hell do three I sign seasons up? <laughs> in like a month. All right. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch it above Blue Bloods? Uh, oh no, no. I mean, come on. That's the whitest show on television. I gotta watch <laughs> Blue Bloods. What about old episodes you know, of Hawaii Five O? No, I'm out of Hawaii Five O. They got rid of uh, Grace Park and Daniel Day Kim. I haven't watched an episode since. I don't know whether police procedurals you watch. Uh, uh, SVU. No, SVU. I haven't watched the season 14. I think they're on season 21 now or something. I am gonna watch the Stabler show when that comes back. All in. Let's the kinder, it. gentler Stabler. Stabler because uh, not. they're not gonna have him be a brutalistic cop anymore, man. It's gonna be a kinder, gentler. Oh yeah, show. that's not great in today's that's, climate. That's, like, that's think about not gonna how work. He was. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not gonna work. It's not gonna fly. He's I gonna mean, be. He left the show shooting a kid in the face. So. <laughs> yeah. But he's not going to be Wait, tucking that tie in anymore and just beating oh on people. God. That's about. I got to go back and watch this episode. He talks in the tie, rolls the sleeves up real. That's not happening. It's not happening. You see his Jesus tattoo right. on his arm. Fuck. His crucifix tattoo. <laughs> Remind you, Oz. Go back. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I have to go back and watch Oz. No, I don't remember what movie we're talking about. Good <laughs> 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 idols. <laughs> All right, we're in the Matrix. Yeah. Arming up scene. Oh, yeah. Lots of guns. Of and, like, shelves of guns shoot by them. Which was also another amazing, pivotal, like, change the moment scene. Because then that was in, like, car commercials and uh-huh. everything else. I mean, it was everywhere. Like, it still yeah, is. Being in, like, a construct type, like, blank space and then stuff zooming by. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, too. Yeah, car commercials. Yeah. They do it with aisles. Like a, the Apple computer commercial, didn't they do something? No, you're right. Like it, was, that? it was all over the place. 
And then most recently, yeah. I mean, like they what they brought it up in was it in John Wick three or two? I think it was in three. Like somebody asks him what he needs, and Keanu Reeves as John Wick literally says guns, lots of guns, as a callback to it. You know? But there's yeah. also another scene like that in two when he's in Europe and he's seeing the the sommelier getting the the yeah, his loadout. Yeah. Like, you know, I want something robust. You're right, right. Like, fuck, those movies are fan. Fuck, I gotta go watch those movies tonight. So they They're get loaded so up, and then this yeah. is where um uh what Neo actually starts to begin believing in himself because he, he he at this point it's not because he believes that he's the one. He doesn't care whether he is or not, but he knows he that he can do something about this and he can go get Morpheus. And then uh, the ball starts rolling. Trinity goes with him. Greetings, programs. It's we have so much of this great episode that we're going to have to split it in half this week. But uh, tune in Thursday because we'll be back with the great second half of this podcast. 